and welcome to How To Be Successful with me, Vicky Paul. I'm an intuitive artist, energy healer and author and I'm on a mission to help you live with more joy, purpose and meaning. How To Be Successful is a straight-talking, heartfelt and enlightening podcast full of soul-centred wisdom, home truths, life-changing insights and free-flowing conversations with some of the most inspiring, knowledgeable and honest voices in well-being, spirituality, self-love and personal development. It's a show for people who are no longer satisfied chasing society's version of success because they're ready to embrace their gifts and thrive on their own terms. I'm going to do a solo episode this week because there's so much anxiety and fear about and I see it in my own circle and obviously everything that's happening globally. And I just want to ask you how you're feeling. How are you really feeling? Because so often when we are going through challenging times and there's been so much change with everything that's been going on with the pandemic and there was this sort of tiny little window of hope as we started to come out of the pandemic and come out of restrictions and there was the possibility of, of normal life and in inverted commas returning and then everything happens literally like that with Russia and Ukraine and it's pulled us all back into that place of fear. So I just want to, before I start the podcast, just ask you to, wherever you are listening, just to sort of take a couple of breaths and just slow everything down. And I'd love you to just place your hand over your heart area and just really send your awareness into that space on your body, either to your hand or into your heart area, onto your chest. And just notice how you're feeling. Just notice what is coming up for you. I appreciate that some of you may be listening to this, heading into work, etc, etc. And it may not be the place or space to start to genuinely deeply explore our emotions but this is more just of a recognition of where you're at today where you're at now because the truth is so many people are still living in a state of fear yes there are millions maybe even billions of people who have spent the last two years doing the work awakening to the possibilities that there is something more than the narrative that we are fed. We are more than what we understand ourselves to be on a physical level and are reconnecting with the collective consciousness, with their own sense of spirituality and, and what that actually means to them. But there is a lot of people who are still not quite ready or not quite there yet. And it can be really easy to get sucked back in to the negative, fearful narrative. Now, I'm not saying that what is happening in Russia and Ukraine is anything other than horrendous. And my heart goes out to every single person in the Ukraine and Russia who is having to experience the tyranny of one individual soul or a very small collective of people. But there is a way that we can assist ourselves and everybody in addition to what you might be doing from a charitable point of view and sending prayers. It's really about recognising first and foremost where you're at, how you feel, 
what is going on for you at the moment because we are programmed to follow our ego and follow fear. It's fight or flight. That is just intrinsic into our nature. But the good news is that we can change our response to how we respond and react to our emotions. It takes work. It's not necessarily going to happen instantly or overnight. And it, it takes awareness and it takes a desire and a choice to want to change, to want to feel more positive, more hopeful, more loving, and to move yourself from that state of fear into that place of love because really there are only two choices in every single thing that we do. Everything boils down to two things, fear or love. And it's your choice. It is your choice because even in the deepest, darkest times and you hear this scattered throughout the whole of history that there are hopeful times there is happiness and joy in amongst carnage. Dependent how old you are, I would be Generation X, you're born between the 60s and the 80s, and we've been through quite a lot of different things. There was nuclear fear in the 80s, there was the minor strikes, there was inflation, etc, etc. A lot of the type of things that we're experiencing today, and the universe always wants to find a balance. So the good news is that there is always light at the end of the tunnel, love does win, and whilst this might feel like a really dark period for many of you, it is going to get better. It is going to improve. There will be light at the end of the tunnel. And what is amazing about the pandemic is that it changed so many people's lives for the better, but oftentimes that better was through quite a challenging and in inverted commas, worse time. So many people have woken up to the realization that who we are, why we're here, the fact that we're all connected to one another, the fact that we have a choice in how we live our lives and how we express who we are, that has been an amazing, amazing positive outcome from what, it's been pretty difficult. It's been difficult for a lot of people, myself included, on lots of different levels. But the truth is we come into this life, we choose the time and the place and our family and the experiences that we go through in this lifetime to help us expand and grow and evolve and uncover and remember what we are as an energetic being, what we have to share, what our gifts and talents are. And it is through dark times, it is through challenge that we actually find out who we are and what we're capable of. And what I really wanted to do with this podcast episode was to talk obviously about fear and love and also to talk about how you can support not only yourself because ultimately, and it may sound selfish, but let me tell you it's not, you have to think of yourself first. When we change and transform and blossom as individuals, the ripple effect of that is huge and everlasting. The transformation that we can inspire in other people is incredible. So it's about, first of all, understanding why you are reacting the way you are to everything that you're seeing on the news, everything you're hearing in your community and everything that you have been through over the last couple of years with the pandemic. That collectively informs the decisions and the choices that you make today if you have not addressed that, done the work and let that go. So it's about being honest with yourself and saying, have I done the work? Am I in the best place I possibly can be given my set of circumstances? Do I have passion? Do I have desire? Can I dream 
in amongst all this carnage, can I dream of a, a brighter future full of love and joy and abundance? And if the answer is yes, then brilliant. Well done, you. Share that, inspire other people to get on that bandwagon. But if the answer is, hmm, not really sure, or actually I don't even want to go there because it just makes me feel icky, awkward, guilty, uncomfortable, anxious. This is about helping yourself first so that you can then help the collective. So if you are feeling anxious and fearful, then first of all, I don't want you to berate yourself for that. I don't want you to be down on yourself for that. I don't want you to criticize yourself for feeling that way. The first thing that you do when you start to notice negative patterns of behavior, negative thought patterns, negative language, either externally or internally, are just those feelings of uncertainty, anxiety, worry, panic, fear. The first thing you do is start to recognize, start to be aware when they surface. And then you want to thank those emotions for coming to the surface. And I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive. And a lot of people say, you know, with meditation, you, you know, you try and push it out your head or, you know, feel into the love of it or release it. That can be quite challenging. And often one of the easiest ways to actually start to process challenging emotions is to thank the emotions for coming up for you and within you because ultimately that is your body's way of having a conversation with you it's your body's way of telling you that there's something going on inside that needs your attention and not your ego attention it needs your body heart soul centered attention so thank your body for bringing up those feelings of anxiety and fear and say I love you for bringing this up thank you for bringing this up for me I feel sad thank you for bringing this up for me I love you for bringing this up for me I feel angry. I feel frustrated. Thank you, fear. Thank you, fear, for letting me know I am fearful. And honour that and accept that you feel anxious or fearful, whatever your challenging emotion is at the moment. And in honouring it, showing up for it, giving it space to be heard, you actually start to take the power and the sting out of its tail. You start to re-empower yourself by acknowledging and thanking and accepting and giving space and grace for those feelings because ultimately we are a mixture of positive feelings and more fearful feelings. We are human beings. It is a world of duality. You know, we are going to have yin, we're going to have yang. There will always be fear, but there will always be love. And how you choose to live, how you choose to process those emotions and those feelings is how much of your time you're going to spend in a place of fear and how much of your time you're going to spend in a place of love. So all of this is about taking responsibility for yourself, which we are not encouraged to do that in, in certainly in the Western society. You know, we are encouraged to hand over our power to the powers that be. And this can be quite challenging and quite triggering and quite confrontational and actually quite scary sometimes. And I know this from my own experience, because the last thing you want to do when you have been and are fighting challenging feelings is to stand in those challenging feelings and say, cut, right, come on, wash over me. It can feel really threatening and really confronting. But the truth is, what you are feeling is actually an emotion. It is it is a, an emotional reaction to what is happening externally, what is stimulating you externally through the conversations that you're having, the, the news that you're watching, scrolling through social media, but also your own internal narrative about 
your own life and all the challenging, fearful, anxious experiences that you've gone through that you have not addressed and let go and moved on from, they are all collectively informing where you're at at the moment. But the anxiety and the fear and, and the worry that you are feeling in response to the end or the tail end of the pandemic and then everything that's happening and could potentially happen between the Ukraine and Russia, that's brought you back into a place of of fear and a place of negativity in whatever way that expresses through you, then I would suggest a number of things first and foremost before you actually start to do the work, other than first of all recognising, like I said, that there are negative emotions flowing through your body, thanking those negative emotions for highlighting to you that opportunity for growth is there, change needs to happen. Because if you don't let that go, it will start to affect you physically. You will have pain in some part of your body. And I'm not saying that to scare you or to be a fear or doom monger. It's just our body's way of communicating. When we don't pay attention to the subtle signs, they start to escalate in their intensity and can stop us firmly in our tracks with ill health, So one of the first things that you can do is actually, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I am not a tea drinker, but I read somewhere that tea, certainly in the UK, everybody says, right, there's a problem, there's a challenge, let's go and stick the kettle on and have a cup of tea. But apparently that's not such a bad idea because there is calming effects in tea that helps lower cortisol, which is the stress hormone. So taking a 10 minute break, putting the kettle on, having a cup of tea, not only allows you to have a physical break, but helps the cortisol levels to start to reduce within your body, which is just amazing. Who knew? And I I, I wish I liked tea. I've never drank tea. I've never loved it, but there you go. The other thing that I'm so passionate about sharing is that you have to stop spending time looking at social media and the media in general. When we are in a state of crisis, globally, collectively, from your community on a personal level, it's really hard to not just get stuck in front of the TV, stuck on the radio, scrolling online to consume the news because it feeds that fear narrative, it feeds that fight or flight narrative, it is the most natural thing to do, that's how we find comfort but the reality is it has such a negative impact on you. So I would strongly suggest that you stop spending time reading the news, watching the news, listening to the news, scrolling through social media, absolutely in the morning when you're having your breakfast, catch up on what's going on, make yourself aware, but then stop. Enough's enough. And if you have to, then do it again at night. But really no more than 10 minutes is more than enough to get a broad spectrum of opinion. And the other thing, if you are going to consume news, try and consume your news and your information from a wide variety of sources. Because our own media here in the UK, whilst we live in a democracy, they still have their own narrative that they're pushing. So it is important to try a variety of different news outlets, but also to balance the challenging information that you are consuming with some positive information because there's such a lot of positivity in the world. There's positive things happening all the time. So try and plug into some positive news. And there's a really great website called, funnily enough, positive.news. And it shares 
global stories of positivity. I read there recently that given all the issues around energy and Russia and the fact that Russia supplies gas and oil to a variety of different countries around the world, it has really made people step up and go, actually, we need to be a bit more in control of our own energy supplies. If this is the way things are going to go and we are beholden to other countries that we do not want to trade with, then we need to really think about how we're going forward with this. So there have been a number of countries and quite a considerable number of countries have signed an agreement to bring forward their renewable energy programs by 10 years, 12 years. So there is positivity out there that I really feel would help you if you could learn to find a balance in understanding and being aware of what's going on from a, a political point of view but balancing that off with something positive just to cement that there is love, there is abundance, there is joy, there is happiness in the world. It's not all fear, doom and gloom. Another really great way really to deal with any kind of stress or trauma is breathing, is to slow breath, deep breath, consciously breathe, to become aware of your breath and try to take some time throughout the day to do this. We really breathe from the top half of our lungs and when we don't breathe properly and we don't inhale enough oxygen, we allow the cortisol and the adrenaline levels associated with stress to continue to rise. But the more oxygen you bring into your body, the deeper you breathe, the slower you breathe, the more you consciously breathe into the lower part of your lungs as well as the upper part of your lungs, then you flood your body with dopamine. And that is called the love chemical and it helps cancel out the stress chemicals, cortisol and adrenaline. So it's so important that you take time to just breathe. And that also is great, aside the sort of physiological effects of taking deep breaths and, and learning to be more mindful in your breathing. It actually helps your brain and it helps you make sharper decisions because again, when we don't have enough oxygen flowing through our blood, it does affect our brain and we need to oxygenate our brain to keep our brain firing on all cylinders and firing to its best potential. This podcast has really been about feeling love and watching what was happening over in the Ukraine. And I have a number of Ukrainian friends and you can imagine they are beside themselves. They live here in the UK. They have family over there and I, I, I cannot imagine what that must be like for them. And I was noticing that I was starting to play the narrative out in my head. What if this was happening here and I was down in London and my parents and my family and friends were up in Scotland? How would I be responding? And I started to jump into an environment that I am not involved in. And whilst I have tremendous compassion and tremendous empathy for everything that is happening I decided actually, no, I'm not going to go down that path. I'm going to stop myself because actually that is not helping me and it's therefore not helping the collective consciousness. And it's all about taking that step back, taking that moment to recognize how you are responding and are you responding or are you reacting? They are two entirely different things. I was reacting, but in truth, I wanted to respond and responding is much more conscious. And I recognize that actually, if I go down the narrative of, oh my God, that's terrible. What would happen if it was me? And I was down here and my mum and my family, where they were all up in Scotland, blah, blah, blah. I was getting myself into a place of anxiety and ultimately fear, which I'm then pumping out into the world. And that helps no one, least of all myself. 
So it is about connecting with feelings of love. And the easiest thing that you can do is to remember someone you love or a time that you loved or a place that you love and start to really explore in your mind what that was like, who they are, and start to go through all those different scenarios and really start to embrace and embody the sensations and the feelings of love and start to encapsulate that and feel your body becoming a space and place of love. And then what you do is not only send that into yourself, you then send those feelings of love out into the universe. And the more people that send love out into the universe and into the world and into the collective consciousness and share it with global community, that is going to fight the fear. It's about keeping on shining your light, standing in your power, standing in your light, doing the work on yourself, doing the spiritual work, the self-awareness work, however you want to call it. Keep trusting, trusting that everything is as it should be and believing that what is happening is happening for all of our greater good. It is unfolding exactly how it should be. And don't feel guilty for feeling positive. Don't feel guilty for finding a sense of happiness, joy, love, peace, whilst others may not. Perhaps your role at this time is to be that beacon of light, is to embody happiness and love and joy and all these positive emotions so that you can share them with those souls who are not ready yet, who are unable, who are too consumed with what's going on in their own life to be that beacon of light. So I am sending you all of my love, all of my support for your journey. And just be kind to yourself, be kind to one another, but be kind to yourself first because when you are kind to yourself and you love yourself, you cannot harm or hurt or judge another soul on this planet. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and if you'd like to connect with me, then head over to my website, vickypaul.com or you can find me on Instagram at vickyjpaul. Why not take advantage of a special subscriber-only 10% discount off my personalised soul portraits? All you need to do is get in touch using the promo code PODCAST21. That's PODCAST21. And don't forget, you can buy my book, How to Be Successful, available anywhere that you buy books, or you can also get it via the link in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And please continue to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. I'd also really love if you could write a review because that helps myself and my guests get discovered by more kindred spirits. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.